Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the Fell Winter's Quest update. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably check me out live right now at saynotorage.com. That'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. I'm usually streaming when these hit the feeds, Monday through Friday. Uh, if you want to listen to these as entire podcast episodes, you can look for SNTR Presents on all the podcast platforms. YouTube, when you hit like, share, subscribe, and the bell button, and leave a comment, all of those things help me out, so thank you for doing that. Keep in mind, I'm recording this on Friday, and this will hit YouTube and the feeds on Monday. So if Bungie does anything over the over the weekend, just keep in mind that I did this on Friday after they updated the event. Um, actually, I'm sorry, this is Thursday. It'll hit YouTube on Friday, so ignore me. If they if they say anything in the TWAB or they make any updates or anything like that, it'll it'll likely not be covered in my video because I'm recording this on Thursday morning and it's going to hit Friday. I'm getting old and it's hard to keep track of the days, so forgive me. Uh, But just keep in mind, I usually record these and do these live and then they hit the feeds a day later. And so if they say anything in the TWAB tonight or make any more adjustments, I won't cover them until after the fact. So I'm going to read through what they said they're going to be doing. And how the, you know how why all of a sudden the EDZ has spurted up to thirty three percent? I'm going to talk about how it's you know it's good to see a quick response, but I still think that failure isn't fun. I don't think they've got at the heart of the issue of the problem. And then I want to end by talking about matchmaking because they did respond about the feedback about matchmaking, and I'm going to have to roast them up for it. Okay, I'm 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 not trying to be mean, but I'm going to have to roast them up for it. So let me just read you the images and what they said. So Bungie announced that they made adjustments to the lie quest and the Seraph Tower difficulty. This was yesterday, on Wednesday. The champions have reduced power level and event progression has been slightly tuned. And then they said, effective immediately, quest progression will be given a 5 times multiplier, which will then be increased to a 10 times multiplier on the weekends. Dylan chimed in to add some more meat to this he said quest progress is community based and completion percentages will update every 15 minutes we hope these changes make the event slightly more accessible and help you see more meaningful progress in the quest and then Lars replied to somebody about why'd you mess with the champions like they're not even that hard and Lars said it was one of the server switches we had access to change on the fly if it helps in completions which it will in some cases we felt it was better to update it than sit on it so he's basically saying it's just one of the things that we could do so i I, listen i want to say i am glad to see them i am glad to see them respond quickly they needed to so it's like i'm giving them credit but at the same time it's kind of like you kind of had to react quickly they didn't have much of a choice but it is good to see quick responses i feel like they've been a lot faster in responses and changes and you know locking a broken item or something they've been better about that in the in this current you know situation and, and even even season and year that we're in I think they've been pretty good. It does feel like it still, though, is not getting at the core issue. It is not getting at the core issue. So failure isn't fun is really what I want to highlight here. Now, they did remove the need to do 11 total towers. You only need to do 10 towers now. So you used to get 9% for a completed tower. Now you get 10%. Uh, I just want to make sure and make a little side footnote here that giving us 9% per tower was just stupid anyway. Like 9% per tower is just a dumb total. But they bumped it to 10 and that removes one of the towers. That still is not really getting at the issue. I think the main issue is that failure 
is really demotivating people from being involved and wanting to contribute and it's one of the core problems with the actual event the the, the, the tower event is failable and people generally just don't like that I think the timer should have been increased to make failure almost impossible but they have responded to that and said that they actually cannot mess with the timer on the server side so the timer is apparently on our side they can't go in and increase the timer I think that would be the primary (coughs) excuse me that would have been the primary thing to focus on to say all right one of the main reasons people are failing is you run out of time and we've doubled the timer to make it to where it's almost impossible to fail even if with even if you're with a bad group or you're with a group of blueberries or you're with your you know a small fire team uh, I think that would have helped significantly, but they couldn't they couldn't take aim at that particular thing. So they've done what they can. I would have maybe even gone a little bit lower and been like, you know what? We just want this to be a fun event. I would even say, okay, why not make every tower worth like 20%? So then I only have to do five towers. Like cut the event in half for Pete's sakes. IO and the moon are sitting at 2% still, and even with the weekend multiplier, I don't think you're going to get a ton of people doing this. I think they're going to have to make another adjustment. This quest has more steps. There's more steps in this quest. This is step number one. Okay? We're not even even close to being done with step number one, and I don't think what they've done is going to be enough to really, really push the lever. I think they're going to have to cut it down even more to where the towers are giving us greater percentages to cut the events in half, because... I, and I know people are saying, oh, the community is working on the EDZ first. Just watch. I, th- I feel like IO is, is just going to struggle and they're going to have to make another adjustment at some point. Champions are literally the easiest part. So I appreciated Lars saying there's only so much we can do. This is one of the things we felt like we could adjust. So we adjusted them. But champions are actually like the easiest part of the event. They literally feel ham-fisted in. They don't even feel like they fit the event's flow because everything gets really, really hard. There's a giant, you know, knight that's showing up. These big, giant yellow bars are showing up and these little rinky-dink, stupid champions show up and get absolutely melted. And you don't even know what champions are going to show up, so it's a lot of times you don't even have the right modifiers on. It's just the champions aren't even really the issue. Also, lack of reward or personal stat tracking is really hurting it. We came up with this yesterday. If there was a bottom section to the lie quest that said, here's how many things you've done, here's how many you've completed, balls you've thrown, enemies you've killed, champions you've killed, etc. That might make people more likely to see, oh, I'm actually making progress on my own tracking, I'm going to keep doing this. There's also, literally... There is, there is, there is nothing. There are no, there are no reward increases. There's nothing that you're getting to really, really motivate consistent engagement. I think people are going to get burned out by the time we get to the weekend when we're really going to want to lean on that multiplier for IO and the moon. I'm worried a lot of people are going to be just done because the event itself is just really, really bad, which brings me to the end here where I have to kind of fillet Bungie a little bit with the matchmaking, okay? And this is not directed at Dylan. I feel like Dylan has done a good job with with, with damage control in this situation. Um, I know people are kind of like memeing him because of the teabagging tweets and stuff like that, but like in this particular instance, I feel like he has done a good job with damage control and getting out in front of the community and kind of being 
the one to take a lot of the brunt force anger from people. And Dylan said this, he said, feedback on matchmaking has indeed been passed along, but isn't in the cards for tuning at the moment. Aspects of difficulty and progression are the levers that we can pull right now. Can't say when patrol matchmaking can be prioritized, but it's high on the list of seasonal feedback. Okay, it's the last part that really that really just ticked me off. Like I got I got pretty angry when I read that, and there's a handful of reasons why. First and foremost, it's it's really difficult to read that this is high on the seasonal feedback when we told you this two years ago. This is not new information. This is not new seasonal feedback to put at the top of your post-it note. This is something that we told you two years ago with Escalation Protocol. So, thank you for ordering coffee. So whoever erased this from the dry erase board or wherever it was, please put it back in permanent marker. We don't like non-match-made activities, especially in the public space. It hijacks the public space. Mars, still to this day, as a public space environment, it sucks because people are constantly getting rid of the public space flags for the public events. They're just triggering EP, killing some thrall, and then they're leaving. And if you want to do the event, you gotta hope people are around. I said this two years ago, I'm gonna say it again. Stop being romantic about what might happen in the public space and empower players to do the things you create, whether it's Escalation Protocol or the Sarah Public Tower event. You added matchmaking to the Black Armory Forges. We had matchmaking for Menagerie, for Vex Offensive, for Sundial. They were matchmade, non-failable activities. This isn't new feedback. So it's great that it's high on the seasonal feedback. It's, It's great. Keep it there and never do this again don't it's painful to try to create an environment of symbiotic feedback and we're all in this together I don't want to promote the it's us versus Bungie mentality that so many people do on reddit and the forums and twitter we're all in this together and it's really tough to keep that sense of we're listening thanks for the feedback we'll keep providing helpful feedback when you forgot something that we told you Two two years ago, I know Black Armory was failable, but it was still match made. You went into the public space, clicked a button, and it match made you. Okay, they did it in Black Armory. They applied that feedback. So my feedback to you is, thank you for acting quickly. Never do this ever again, please. Don't ever put anything in the public space that is failable and non-match made. It's so frustrating. It's literally one of the main reasons this event and this quest are fundamentally at a foundation level just ruined because somebody decided to double down on something that we knew two years ago and you did it again. So please don't ever make me have this this rant again. I, I don't want to have to do this again. <laughs> And we as a player base don't want to have to do this again either. So we're going to transition to Q&A. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you probably catch me right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the Fellwinter's Quest update. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com uh, if you want to come in and take part in these discussions. If you want to listen to these as entire audio podcast versions as opposed to video or live format, you can look up SNTR Presents on any podcast platform and you will find the episodes there. They're usually only staggered by a day. YouTube, when you hit like, share, subscribe, and the bell button, 
button that helps me out thank you for doing that it's the ripper with five months four months i'm sorry five months from mad hatter as well thank you guys so much for the uh the resubs and thank you for the kind words and the resub messages but i'm i need to get into q a we have a lot of questions Again, I'm always going to preface Q&A with this more recently. If I skip a question or glide over it or feel like it's a repeat or something I don't want to talk about, that is not me trying to be rude. I'm just trying to keep things moving. We already have 80 questions at the start. Q&A is getting more and more full. Uh, to those that listen or watch later, I have 2,500 people in the stream right now. It's We're busting at the seams. Good growth patterns for the stream means Q&A gets a little unwieldy, and I'm just doing my best to manage that on the fly. I'm not a perfect person, so if I get short or snippy sometimes, that's just part of being imperfect. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to establish some good standards so that the episodes are, are uh, enjoyable to listen to. Uh, fuzz Bounce. Looking back at previous Crucible exotic quests like Thorn, if Fellwinters was linked to Iron Banner, wouldn't there be uh, likely be backlash? People tend to not like Crucible-related quests. Well, but I think Bungie's accepted that that's just something people are going to say, right? People are just going to say that. Like, I don't think Bungie's going to say, oh no, we better never do a quest anymore that includes the Crucible. I, they're, they're, they're willing to do it. And the, the remainder steps of this quest, I think, gives you the option to do it anywhere or Crucible. And I do like how... This is one of the things I like that they've done recently. You get faster progress in Crucible, but they don't make you do it in Crucible. I happen to think... This is actually a well-timed question in light of something that we just got in the TWAB. Every season, there's going to be something called a Pursuit Weapon. No more Rituals or Pinnacles, but every season there will be one Pursuit Weapon that will probably be pretty awesome, I would think, and you'll be able to earn it through PvP or PvE efforts. I think they're going more toward this direction, and even looking at the remainder of the steps of the, the, the Lie Quests, I would say that is that's likely to be a continued trend because they just understand that you're just going to get probably better more natural more organic engagement with content and quests if you say hey we did this thing come do it and you can do it in either side of the game i i I think that's a fine thing to do and i know some people are gonna be like well pvp never gets any love what do you really want a bunch of pve players being forced into pvp and not having a good time do you want them on your team do you? Do you want a bunch of unwilling participants? I, I wouldn't if I was a PvP player. I'm like, maybe you do because you want to rip them up and, you know, and shred them because they're bad at the game. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think it's fine to do it this way. And I think it's going to continue. Um, Athletic. How long do you think this quest is going to take to finish? Well, at this point, it's it's disconcerting. A lot of folks were telling me this morning they feel like, oh, we're going to focus on the EDZ and then we're going to shift. That's possible. So then the moon will start to take off. My concern is IO. I feel like IO is going to get left behind because we're going to take probably part of Friday to finish EDZ. And then if the moon just skyrockets because of the multiplier on the weekend, you might get the moon done on Saturday. And then IO hopefully then can get done on Sunday because people will be like, well, at least it's the weekend we get the multiplier. Let's go do it. IO is... It's not that it's harder for the public event, right? It's not that it's harder for the public event. It's that people hate IO. (laughs) People don't like the planet. So I I don't know what's going to happen there. The quest steps that follow didn't seem like they would be that difficult uh, to do. A lot of people will probably just lost sector it up for the, you know, the one where you had to like get kills or something. So I don't know what that, what's that image Mel that you linked? Wilder. 
Should Bungie do away with one of the Gambit modes to free up space? That's a plan that they have. I don't know if it'll free up space in the game because it's the same maps. It's just a different hopper. It's not probably taking up a ton of space. Do you have any idea what the quest will give us? Or something big? Well, it's for the Felwinter's Lie shotgun. That's already been um, data mined. Oh, that's why you were trying to delete your question, Crafty. Gonna have to click and see. It'll be visible on the stream. Hang on, I'm gonna put the banner up in case Mel's putting Mel's putting d- n- nudies. Oh, Seraph Towers aren't fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, a man can dream. Dingleberry, do you think Bungie should have bought out this quest at the oh brought out this quest at the beginning of the season so the public events would have been uh, new and fresh and people to played them? Well, I mean somebody submitted this question yesterday right somebody submitted this question yesterday and i i think that hindsight's always 2020 maybe they could have and it could have been like a mystery and then it'd been like "Ooh, what's this what's this we'll never really know people are like well it would have gotten data mined well no bungie could have been smart about it they could have been like well once it hits 100 percent we'll push out an update on a tuesday so you guys can finish the quest so there could be no data mining i don't know if they can do something like that on the fly they could have made estimations about when it was going to finish, so they could have been prepared to push it out, but I, you know, I, as far as what they could have done, questions like this a lot of the times, I don't want to spend too much time on, because what it could have should isn't helpful. I more like to say, hey, in the future, you guys should try this instead, and that's why I focus on things like matchmaking, it being failable. Uh, you know, there's no, there's no, if you go back to my original video about this, there's no visual indicators, the balls explode, they don't track, like, there's just base level mechanical problems with the event, on top of the existing foundational problems of no matchmaking and it's failable, so. Potato Gunner Boy, with this week being the last week of Iron Banner, and having 25 plus days left in the season, do you think Bungie has some other uh, activity planned for the meantime? No, I don't think so. This is a pretty common thing for the end of the season. The last three weeks are usually pretty barren. And that doesn't necessarily need to continue for the rest of time. But at least for year three, I would expect that to continue for a couple of reasons. Number one, anything they typically add in the current seasonal format, I say current because in year four, they're not going to do this. But in the current seasonal format, when something gets added, it's likely to be getting taken out. So they can't hold on to something cool until the very end of the season because then people would be angry about it going away. They're like, well, I only had two or three weeks to try to do it or work on it or I was out of town or whatever. So they don't like to hold a lot for the end. They front load the season because... You know, the season's front-heavy because of the nature of the the way that, you know, the stuff expires. In year four, they might not have to do this because everything's sticking around for an entire year, which means they could do late ads to the season that would be exciting. I also don't think they're going to be able to do dungeons anymore. Um, Now, I'm not saying they might not be able to do a dungeon like the dungeon in Shadowkeep, but I don't think they can do like exotic dungeons anymore. If they're running out of space, that's one of the worst uses of space in the game. It's a dungeon for a weapon. It's not a repeatable strike. It's not a raid with a big loot pool. It's not even a dungeon with multiple drops. It's literally one weapon. So I don't think we're going to get any more exotic dungeons in D2. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to push that expectation down because of everything we've we've learned about their limited space. I just I don't see them dedicating a lot of time to something like that unless they can go in and use existing assets or existing dungeon exotic areas like the whisper or the outbreak or the dungeon that came with Shadowkeep, but people people might not like that. 
why are you putting stuff in there? Now they could do something like they did with Xenophage in the existing in an existing dungeon, like an offshoot quest boss fight or something. Did Luke say they could be strikes later? I don't know if he said that. Did he say that somewhere? I'm not recalling him saying that. Patman. Do um did you already address the point that the gun is purely PvP role behind a PvE grind? I mean, I, there's not much to address here. You're going to have guns that are really strong in PvP that are inside the PvE portion of the game, like Mindbenders or The Waking Vigil or uh, Dire Promise is just dropping everywhere. Um, that, that's that's a common theme right now. Like I don't expect Bungie to, to only put only put good pvp items in pvp because you did have recluse and you did have you know the mountaintop and those are great in pvp and that's where you got them uh but sometimes this just tends to happen it 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 goes both ways it's it's there's not a consistent theme here for bungie to say well now, now hang on a minute bungie you guys don't do this well no they do not all the time but they do so is it is it a standard in the game that we can kind of hold them to i don't i don't think so skellington lono do you think this update will change people's feelings toward the event and more people will participate or is the damage already done I think the fundamental problem with the event is that the Seraph Towers suck really bad. And even though you make progress quicker, it isn't going to make more people get involved. I don't think they've seen a surge of interest in the event. I think that they've just done a multiplier and the same number of people are playing and doing it and the numbers are going up accordingly. I do not I do not think that people are like, "Oh yay, a percentage Boy, multiplier." Thank you, somebody, for ordering the Rageless Roast coffee. I appreciate that. I just don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, I... The event's unenjoyable. Like, when I made my comment last night, and we know now they can't mess with the timer, but when I sent this tweet, I said, you know, in response, in response to the progression, I want to talk about the experience, Right? I want to talk about the experience because th- it's not enjoyable. That's the problem. Can we get that that question deleted? I don't know what happened there. That's also a brand new account. They literally just said with the fell wintera, and maybe they hit enter by accident. Um, they didn't even like submit a question. I think they might have bumped enter by accident. It's also a brand new account, so they could be trying to troll. Uh, at a at a at a at a foundational entry point level, I think the Seraph Towers are in need of a complete overhaul that won't happen it just won't happen that's why i ranted at the end of my video it's like dylan says and again i am not angry with dylan i feel like dylan has done a good job doing damage control in this situation it's 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 not good it's pretty unpleasant to probably be a community manager right now 10 months from kakita thank you but i feel like he's done a good job doing damage control but his tweet where he said the feedback on matchmaking is at, is a high it's how did he, what was the expression he used there's a high on the seasonal feedback or something it's a t- it's at the top is that what he said it's high on the seasonal feedback I, th- that really irritated me i was like it shouldn't be high on the seasonal feedback this is 2 year old feedback it's just feedback that you guys ignored essentially right 
it doesn't it doesn't jive with the we're listening like we're listening it's almost like every time they do something that we ask like they change the rotation on the maps you're like they're kind of they kind of shove those things in our face and say we're listening it's like that's great yes you are listening but when something like this happens it's like now you can understand why the meme exists why people meme you for saying you're listening when you say well this is a, this is on the highest highest like echelon of feedback for the season okay yeah and it was there two years ago too like i i was i don't know i kind of tried to fry him up a little bit for that i'm like that's dumb like we, we shouldn't even have to talk about this nova hands hey lono do you think that the fell winter quest was created in direct response to the flak bungee got for the mars event last year we got this question a lot yesterday so you're going to get a very brief answer from me on it I don't think they react that quickly, so I don't think this was in reaction to that, no. I I think they set something really, really high, thinking that, like, we would be playing the event and it would be cool to watch the number go up. I really don't think they were like, well, that was too fast, let's do something really, really hard. I mean, I know the Mars event was at the end of the summer, so maybe it influenced the decision a little bit, but I don't think this is a pendulum swing, like, oh, we gotta make it really hard. I think they thought the the event would be more popular. I don't know why, but they thought it. Um, Gunmaster. Why do you think they waited to release this community quest until late in the season? Because it's similar it's similar to things they've done before. They did a late season, you know, they did the late challenge in the summer. They did the Empyrean Restoration. It's kind of a, a send-off for the season, you know. It's kind of a it's kind of a send-off uh, for the season. It's kind of a nice ender. The update on console hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, it has. It's just on the server. They just did a server-side change. Now, every time you clear a tower, you should get 10% per tower instead of like 7 or 9 or whatever it was. So it's only 10 It's only ten towers uh, to complete the event. And then they lowered um, they lowered the power level of the of the mate of the of the champions so it's it's literally a server side change that's already happened still 33 percent on ps4 well you have to reinstance you have to do what i just did it it's not a live update quest see i just left and came back and now it's 3632 instead of 3522 so you may have to reinstance or change characters to get it updated yeah, I saw the Polygon article that mentioned me. Listen, there were two articles that quoted me at saying people should boycott the event. And I clarified my thoughts in the clip that they're referencing. I have never tried to do an us versus Bungie, let's boycott, let's hashtag, let's campaign. That is not what I intended to, to, to communicate when I said what I said. I qualified it and said... The best thing you can do when you don't like content is to not engage with it. I don't care if you're engaging with it. I'm not going to call on people to boycott. I was talking to the people that were upset or dis- or disliked it. I said, if you don't like it, you should not play it. That sends a loud and clear message to Bungie. The worst thing we can do is to highly engage with content while grumbling the whole time. Parsing community feedback against the backdrop of high engagement is really challenging for Bungie. They're like, you, you're complaining on Reddit and the forums, but look at how many people are playing. Right? I did use the word boycott. They weren't like misquoting me. I don't think that they were misrepresenting me. 
but I was more nuanced. I wasn't just like, boycott it. Yeah, boycott it. I was like, you should boycott it. In context, talking to a live environment chat that was expressing irritation with the event, I said, I'm just not going to do it. You guys should boycott it. If you don't like it, the best thing for you to do is to not engage with content. And I've said that for five years. I've always said that. I've always said, if you don't like content, one of the best things you can do is to not engage with it. That sends a loud and clear message to Bungie that you don't like the content. That's the clear, that's a clearer message than a forum post, right? So, and that's why when I sent out my tweet, I said, I'm reluctantly not being, I'm not participating. I don't like this. I can't bring myself to do this. I didn't like call on the other people around to, to, to join in with me. If you want to do it, fine, go ahead. You want to go and try and jump in an instance with Chevy, go for it. So, I think it was surprising to hear from me because the one article even referenced, they said it was surprising to hear this from Sano to Rage as he was so heavily involved with Corridors of Time. I'm not trying to be like anti-community event. I think the tower event in particular is so bad that I, I just, I don't want to do it. And if you don't like it, you shouldn't do it either. Bungie should basically right now be, you know, swallowing a pretty hard pill of, wow, we made really bad content. Same thing with Reckoning. I said the exact same thing about Reckoning. I said, don't play it if you don't like it. Don't force yourself to do it. And Bungie quickly saw that people hated Reckoning. It wasn't just like forum posts and angry Twitter tirades. It was clear. It was like, wow, yeah, nobody likes this. I did one week of the bunker stuff and I stopped. I don't think Bungie's in the dark about how bad this, the, the, the public tower event is. They literally pushed out the update that made it harder with the Triumph the same week of Guardian Games, which makes no sense at all. Guardian Games drove people away from the tower events. Yo, thank you for six months, uh, Nefits. I appreciate that. Don't worry about not being able to tune in as much. I appreciate that support. Uh, Fuse, Fused, Fused Dynami or something like that? Oh, Fused Dynami, probably. Or Dynami. Considering that this season was the weakest in terms of content, and now with this quest having a huge community goal... You think this might stray people away? This is an example of a question. It is kind of it's one of the super generic yes or no questions. You're sort you're basically saying, do I think yes or no this will make people stray away? This is an example of like when we're getting lots of questions, you know, 80 something questions. A question like this is just not I'm, I can't give you a real substantive answer. I think people are straying away. Yes, I think there's a lot more reasons than just the fact that like the season's weak and this is a bad event. I think people are straying away and have been straying away from the Seraph event in particular for all the reasons that I've outlined in other videos or even in the talk today. I just don't think the event is fun. Fail Failure is not fun. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. Failure is not fun. That's why, that's why raids get a 10% engagement level. That's why people don't, pl- you know, people play really hard content in, in a minority way. Like, the majority of the community doesn't go into content like that because failure is not fun. And when you have your encounter and your event centered around an event that can be and and is failed quite often, you're, you're, it's just demoralizing. You fail it a couple times and you're like, I don't, I just don't want to freaking do this. And there's, and there's, okay, there's two extremes, right? There's the people who fail a bunch in a row, and there's the people who never fail, right? In both scenarios, 
failure is rough because if you're cruising and not failing at all and you finally do fail one it's really irritating when you fail a bunch in a row it's irritating when you fail a couple and get a couple it's all it's just it's from the top to the bottom the the, the fail the ability to fail the event I, I really do think is the primary reason people don't want to engage with it when you do a nine man instance with Chevy or we did a nine man instance the one day so I could get the triumph the update with nine man it's actually fun it is you put three people to a plate and you feel like you're kind of running things in the public event it's fun to have that level of intensity in action in the public space it is it's cool it was like doing nine man escalation protocol instances it's really really fun but that's just too narrow it's just too narrow all they had to do was three man fire teams do matchmaking and and it and it puts you in with six other people so three three fire teams of three and obviously solo queues could get in there too and people probably would have just naturally kind of split up because you got three fire teams and three plates like it just seems so simple but it doesn't seem like it's in the cards to do matchmaking in the public space I don't know why they did it with the forges, but the forges were kind of off the beaten path, so maybe that's why they could get away with it. JV dubs. With the main issue for this new quest being a lack of individual progression numbers, what type of event do you think is possible that would promote more players doing activities together? Perhaps tracking a clan's progression. Well, somebody made a great suggestion yesterday. They said, what if you could unlock the next step by doing so many runs and contributing so much? Well, then everybody would do it. Everybody would do it. If there was a section underneath this that said run five, okay, throw 20 orbs and I don't know, kill, kill 10, kill 10 majors or something. And you went and did that. You ran it five times. You made through, made sure to throw roughly 20 balls. That's, you know, it's only four balls per completion and you got to kill, you know, 10 majors. All right. And you get to go to the next step. That means every single dadgum person that logs in and gets this quest is going to do five. You know what I'm saying? If a million people do that, that, that that's five million completions. Uh, it, I think that would have helped significantly to, to be able to get it and to move on to the next step. And you could have made the next step tied to the event as well. Okay? For step number two, uh, you now have to... Um... I don't even know. Use a Valkyrie or summon a robot. And that might not work for people who haven't maxed out their 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 bunkers, so maybe something else. But you could you could 100% do that. You could do like this we're going to we're going to give you reasons to keep coming back to the event and you're working on your own personal progress and while you're doing that you're seeing the global numbers go up as well. Maybe maybe for phase 2 it would be do one tower event on each planet. And so you go do EDZ, you go do Moon, you go do IO. Again, funneling people to the planet so the totals go up. Now, I'm saying all this from a logistical standpoint. That still would have sucked because people would have been like, I don't want to do the event. I don't like the event, right? Like, what I'm saying doesn't make the event more enjoyable. You know... 867,000 people played PvE yesterday. If you'd have gotten 400,000 if you'd have gotten 400,000 people to run a bunch of them, like that would have really really pushed the number. It really really would have. 
especially now that they've added the multiplier Argon Nebula uh, in the three seasons before Worthy, players complained that having a matchmade activity was getting boring. I don't agree with that. Do you think not having matchmaking on the towers will stop this complaint as it shows how necessary it is? Listen, I don't think this is accurate. I don't think people complained about matchmaking. I think you're, mis- you're misattributing the complaint. People didn't like Vex Offensive and Sundial because they felt like it was repetitious and too easy it lacked in difficulty spectrum or or there was like a oh, this is just a little too samey to menagerie you know data in his in his one video said are we gonna are people gonna want to play menagerie 2.0 every single season okay that that's a complaint about the content i would say maybe style but i don't think people in their complaints about that were like i can't believe you're doing matchmaking I, I don't I don't I don't think that that's what was going on. I don't think that the com- the people were complaining about matchmaking. They were complaining about they just felt similar to other events. If people were legitimately complaining about matchmaking in Sundial and in Vex Offensive, with as much respect as I can muster, that's stupid. Why would you complain about matchmaking? You're just an idiot. If you don't like matchmaking first of all why second of all if you have a team matchmaking doesn't affect you play with your team now if you don't like the fact that matchmaking requires the content to be kind of easy now we're having a different now we're having a different discussion you would like there to be a spectrum of difficulty and i'm on your team at that point having a spectrum of difficulty is important because we need something to be a little bit harder and that's when you would turn matchmaking off and I think Aspiration is going to get refueled in year four. They've acknowledged this. So Legend Sundial was understandably no matchmaking, but then there was no real reward and no real reason to do it. So it, it, for anybody to complain and be like, I can't believe they're doing matchmaking. They should really do non-matchmade content uh, for the season. I, I, I genuinely mean this. That's just such a, that's just stupid feedback. Why would you make content for a multiplayer game that's te- it's ten bucks and you want the core activity to not have matchmaking? I, I'm I'm genuinely serious. That's just stupid feedback. That doesn't help. It doesn't hurt you to have matchmaking. Well, I want to solo something. Well, get the frick out of here. It's a multiplayer game. It's meant to be played with other people. Like, if you want a firewall option, okay, because you want to do challenges or something, fine. Bungie has limited bandwidth, and I don't really give a frick about people that want to run, like, game the game in, like, a really anomalous and strange way. With respect, apologies to Esoteric and everybody else who likes to solo stuff and do solo challenges. They are not the focus right now. We can't have Bungie allocating bandwidth to make sure that, like, Esoteric can solo something. That's just not a priority. It isn't. Matchmaking is good. It's a value point. Anybody who argues against it is is arguing for something that makes zero sense within the realm of the game and how this game functions and runs. And listen, Esoteric and Glad and all these guys, none of them would ask for things to be built for them. They know that they again, I think they would like a, a firewall option just so they have the choice to do things that they like to do. But I don't think any of those guys would ever complain like we really need less matchmaking in the game. Like it, 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 that's just not we, that's not a needed uh, tr- track of thinking. And there's clearly a threshold in the game where Bungie shuts off matchmaking. They do it in the and they do it in the Nightfalls and they do it in raids, they do it in trials. So there's very clearly like a, a threshold where they shut it off. So 
Uh, Ginger 300. Do you think people don't give Bungie enough credit for how quickly they've changed things as of late? Uh, things like the hard light nerf, disabling broken exotics, and now this quest change. If this was D1, it probably wouldn't have uh, heard anything. This just feels like opinion in disguise of a question. You're just, your opinion is that they're doing a good job and people aren't giving them enough credit. Like, how am I supposed to measure the amount of credit they should get? Should I go to, like, Reddit and count the good posts against the bad posts? Like, I, I don't know how much credit they have gotten or should get or haven't gotten. I try to, anytime stuff like this happens, even in my video today, I try to say both. Great job responding quickly, but we, you kind of knew this ahead of time. You know? it. It's like my son, I give him a cup of water without a lid. And I'm like, you know you don't have a lid. You know what happens when you run around with your water without a lid on and he does it anyway and he gets all over himself and spills it okay he's four all right he's not a triple a developer he's four and he struggles with that concept sometimes so even if he were to rush to clean up the mess that he made i'm still gonna be frustrated good job buddy it's good for you to clean up your own mess but you should have known that was gonna happen so with bungie in this scenario it's like yeah, good job for acting quickly, but you kind of knew this ahead of time. You knew the lack of matchmaking was going to be a problem. Listen, really, really track with me here, okay? Really track with me here. They are not in the dark about the need for matchmaking, okay? They should have known we'd be frustrated by this event. And even though they knew that, they created a community event woven with this event do you see the problem with that it's like come on like you should have you knew you knew that we would have been frustrated by the matchmaking because of escalation protocol and you wove this into the challenge anyway why you didn't just weave it into the think about the bumble here it's just a bumble on a bumble on a bumble you made another public space non-match made failable piece of content even after the feedback on escalation protocol you did it again anyway but not only that you then decided to just randomly make it harder and you didn't stop there yes you did yes you did you then go and say let's do a community event with this what is going on? Why? You did you you didn't just start with oh yeah we limited bandwidth so sorry we couldn't do matchmaking. You then added difficulty and then on top of that did an event. It's just it's so like so when I read this Jinja and you're like, do they not get enough credit for acting quickly? I kind of like want to say thanks but what the frick like that's kind of how I want to phrase it thanks for acting quickly but what the frick what what huh you did you did you didn't stop you just kept going you just kept going it's like you uh, I the more I think about it the more frustrated I get (laughs) that's fair like, you see what I'm saying? I I am glad that there is, a, there is an overarching theme. Okay, if I zoom out, there's an overarching theme of quicker response from Bungie. Awesome. 
that's great. That's that is that is that is better. That is better for the the game and the community, right? That's better for the game and the community. But you started with a really really bad foundation, and you knew it was bad from experience two years ago. And instead of just doing that, you just double down and you double down again. Let's make it harder. Why? Let's do a community challenge and ask people to go and run it. Why? <laughs> Why? Why would you do any of that? So I, I, I would, I would say, I would say going forward, when they react this quickly, I definitely want, I definitely want to say, good job, you guys, you guys are awesome for for being transparent, owning mistakes, and fixing things. But we really, we really just shouldn't, we we, we shouldn't be here at all. We, sh- we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't. If they would have done this with Sundial, would it have been a problem? Nope. No. Why? Not failable. Match made. If they would have done this with Vex Offensive, would it have been a problem? Nope. It'd have been fine. People would have done it. People would have done it. It's it's match made. It's not failable. No problem. I I don't know. They 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 and this is why. I'm being I'm being hard on them. I'm being hard on them, but I also want to make sure people understand what I'm saying here. My frustrations almost higher because they were doing such a good job. Shadowkeep into Season of Dawn, I just thought was just such a good flow. We were moving. We, they were making improvements. They were making good changes. Even things like, okay, guys, in Season of Dawn, nobody was really messing with charge with light, so we're gonna loosen up the restrictions on seasonal mod slots. This is all good stuff. This season just feels like season of the setback. It just feels like season of the setback. It's like, you guys were really grooving, man. Year three was in a going in a good direction. The player base numbers were strong. The vibe was good. And then this is just season of the setback. It just is very, very bad. It's very poorly handled. Um, and it's unfortunate. And I'm be- that's, that's, and I, I said this in my video. I want to always try and drive a ship and run a show that says, let's provide good feedback and possible solutions and good ideas and when you repeat a two-year-old mistake it's really really difficult to to feel like it's like relapse it's like oh we were making progress what what come on what is this we're in this together we're working on this together we want this game to improve and you guys went all the way back two years ago and copy pasted something we we've already talked we've already talked about this you know that that I think makes the conversation harder to keep on that really positive path. We need you need failable content in an MMO. I agree with you. Not here though. Not here. First of all, it's an action MMO. Second, that's just your own like defined platitude. Well, MMOs need failable content. That's your preference. That's that's your opinion. Second, you have Rage, you have Nightfalls, you have Grandmaster Nightfalls, you have Trials. That's called aspirational content. This is not aspirational content. This is bottom-rung public space content. If you want to fail in the public space, go play WoW. This is Destiny. It's been out for over five years. Most of the player base lives in the public space because it's Casualville. You can't start... Don't start ham-fisting WoW into this game. It ain't gonna work. You want failable? You want tough? Go up the echelons. Like... 
don't invoke a platitude about things should be failable and hard and then come hang out in the public space because that's dissonant if I've ever heard of something that's dissonant before you want failable you want hard stuff get the frick out of the public space go run a raid get in a grandmaster nightfall or go play trials like don't bring your your failable sentimentality hard hardcore things need to be tough and like jam it down into the public space it's it's just dissonant it's got no it got no place here on the same token when people argue about making raids easier or making trials easier or matchmaking for raids or whatever I, I i use the same argument against them that i'm using against you don't try and drag casual easyville up into raids or grandmaster nightfalls don't do it and don't don't, don't reverse the problem don't drag hardcore failableville down into the public space it just doesn't it doesn't work there's a logical hierarchy to content and you're breaking it right. They're breaking it right now. Season of the setback. <laughs> That's right. It's all about you, setback. Rocket Kitty. Uh, we've had some subs come in. Retley90 with three months, seven months from Mortar Eater and two months from Maddie Woo Woo. Thank you. Is your frustration of failable seasonal activity or failable public events? All public events are failable. I mean, they're barely failable, Ecow. Come on. There's no Power Delta. They're mega easy. You know, come on, dude. Like, (laughs) anything that's entry level just shouldn't be failable. Or if it's going to be failable, it needs to be, like, so unlikely to fail. (laughs) You know what I mean? So unlikely to fail. All they had to do is increase the timer. If the timer had like two more minutes on it, we wouldn't probably be even having this discussion. Seriously. Two more minutes on that timer, and we'd probably be talking about the lack of rewards, not the fail not the fail rate. Uh Rocket Kitty. I don't think, guys, by the way, I don't think his question was that people fail public events or heroic public events. He was saying, from a philosophical standpoint, Lono, are you saying the seasonal activities should not be failable or should public events not be failable? He went to a philosophical design level. He wasn't saying that like public events are failable and I fail them all the time. That's not what he was invoking. He was trying to get a grasp on like, what's my standard? And my standard is entry-level seasonal content should be match-made, non-failable period that's not even up for debate if it's a, if it's if it's entry level if it's the core activity for the season match made non-failable period we will not accept anything less than that because that's what this is take the timer away no 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 you can't take the timer away because that would really corrupt the public space you'd have like eternal events going on add two minutes and the problem is solved you just add two minutes and then nobody's failing most of the time you fail right now, you're in the 80 to 90% threshold when the timer runs out. Two more minutes would have solved this. The timer is no longer that influential due to the changes to the percentage, TBH. Well, I don't know. One less tower, Zach? Maybe you're right. Maybe requiring one less tower because of the percentage changes, maybe the fail rate's going down. I still just think from a, from a, from an initial concept... If they would have just added two minutes to the timer and been like, it's it, like Bungie should have been saying, 
yes, it's failable, but like it's super unlikely people are going to fail this. It's the entry level activity. It's the centerpiece of the. It's the. It's the. It's the. It's the. It's the door. It's the door to the content. You come to the season, and this is the door you got to walk through. Fire teams of six in a pub. Problem solved. Yeah, maybe. But what about solo players? Solo players just coming into the public space. That's why you need matchmaking. Like matchmaking just matchmaking ticks off so many boxes it really does it's there is just it's there is like this this problem solving filler it's just it it solves so many problems that we're talking about are just instantly solved with matchmaking it's not even like a two birds one stone situation it's like a flock of birds getting killed by one stone that's kind of gruesome imagery but you see what i'm saying there's a litany of problems that get solved by one thing matchmaking like it's it's it, it immediately solves the problems that's why we never had these conversations about vex offensive or menagerie or sundial listen you can fail forges and the only reason we had conversations about fail rate initially was because of the power delta after the season got rolling we never had this conversation about forges because it was match made there was always people in your instance the only time we started people started complaining about forges was as AFK farmers. Like that's why people started complaining about that. Um With this problem of a quest, do you think that the more casual community will slowly start moving away from the game? Another example of questions that just try in the future to not submit questions like this. It's just a yes or no generic question. With the problem of the quest, you think the casual community will start moving away? It's it's again, it's a yes or no. Like I don't know what you want me to say. Number one, I don't know what the casual community is going to do because I don't know how they respond. That I don't know how they respond to events like this. It's just yes or no. So if you avoid yes or no questions or broad questions, it's broad and yes or no. It's like it's ticked off two boxes. It makes it tough for me to answer. So I don't want to. I don't want to dismiss because these are. I I can even tell from the names. These are newer. These are newer people hanging out. In the future, just try to either be more specific or make sure it's not a yes or no and that helps me give a better answer because in your mind you might be driving at something and I don't know what you're driving at I don't know what you want me to talk about specifically so take me to where you'd want to go and then I can give you maybe a better answer coach even with the changes how many people do you think will get uh, the title almighty and will Bungie have to make more changes to make it more accessible I'm concerned that IO is going to get left in the dust coach I've already said that so I the end of your question I've already kind of answered with that that's my answer is I'm worried about IO second I don't know how many people are going to get the title I don't think a lot of people have even care about it you know I really don't especially considering like that triumph came during guardian games the update and the triumph landed during a week where most people weren't paying attention um 13 months from dewitt dewitt De what that makes me think of that skit on snl <laughs> uh so i yeah i don't know they stuck this one in so my, a lot of people might not even be paying attention to it you know Ecal, what type of reward should be in this type of event? I would be farming this if they made this limited exotic farm or something. Well, they could have just tried to mimic a little bit of what they did with Empyrean Restoration and just have a ton of the weapons dropping. I don't even like the weapons that much, but it's still exciting to get them and look for cool rolls and dismantle them a bunch. Then you're getting a bunch of shards and materials, you know? The adjusted global rarity of Almighty Title is currently... The adjusted global rarity of the almighty title is currently 14.5%. Okay. 
Yeah, you could have also said high, you know, high exotic drop yeah, drop rate chance or something. I'd be in there. I I dislike this event a lot. And if you had a high exotic drop rate chance, I'd be in there. Yeah, sure. Small peculiar. Following my tweet where I linked you to the full Felwinter's quest steps, do you think this first step was made uh, a community effort with the intention of a soft time gating to fill out the end of the season? No, because Dylan said that this part of the quest wasn't supposed to take longer than a week. <laughs> you know? Th- this wasn't supposed to take longer than a week. So even he kind of let us know, like, yeah, this wasn't supposed to take that long. I think they probably, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened here. I don't know what, what, how they made such bad calculations, but like, I guess they thought this was only going to take a couple of days. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the SMG is pretty nice. Yeah, some of the weapons are pretty good. I just, I'm not a huge fan of them. Yeah, Dylan made it sound like this was not supposed to take longer than a week. Which is, which is time gating? No, 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 no. His question is driving at the fact of, do you think they did this as a soft time gate to elongate, as he said, right, to fill out the end of the season? Well, there's three weeks left. So no, I don't think they intended this to be a time gate to extend it out a couple of weeks. No, this was supposed to happen within this week. Get it done within a couple of days. Everybody else starts working on the second part on their own and then they get the gun. Girk TV. Yesterday you said that Bungie was in a lose-lose situation. Using the quest as an example, how do they better avoid lose-lose situations when it comes to community quests or just quests in general? Well, I mean, it's a lose-lose situation because they they wrap the quest around the story and what's happening. So if they make adjustments or auto-complete, that kind of corrupts the progression of the story. It kind of cheapens it. So Bungie needs to just be very, very sure in the future if you're going to attach a quest that is that is attached to the story as well as attached to a community challenge, it needs to be kind of a gimme. You know, people are like, well, community quests that aren't failable are stupid. Well, I, I, I actually don't think so. I think a community event that's failable is stupid. Like, it's just supposed to be something fun that we're doing. This isn't a raid. This isn't a flawless trials card. We're just, we're, we're all doing something and seeing the number go up. Yay, we did it. Yay, we beat the bad guy. Cool. Go team guardian. It, it, it doesn't need to be. It, if you're going to attach a community quest to the story, just really make sure it's going to happen because if not you end up in the lose-lose situation of auto-completing it or adjusting it which then kind of cheapens it should they add something extra for people who contributed a shader or an emblem um oh I would love it if they did that because I wouldn't get one and I would be glad I'd be like yeah I don't I don't deserve one I didn't help I didn't help out <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't help out yeah like Niobe Labs you know <laughs> uh MG Avenger. Some of the community tend to really push the streamers uh, can do the B work mentality. Do you think the personal goal requirement like completes five Seraph Towers would be fair to give players to help combat the negativity? I don't think Bungie needs to adjust or design quests around around people who run their mouth on the internet. Like, I don't really care. Like, if someone's gonna be like, I'm not gonna do it. The streamers can do the streamers can do the the, the grunt work, you know? I don't think Bungie needs to look at that and be like, well, we need to make some adjustments because that we can't really abide that attitude. 
I don't think content should ever be legislated and organized and 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 designed around some doucher on a on a forum post. That that's that's not really important. Um, uh, I want a T-shirt that says "Yay, we beat the bad guy." Go team guardian. <laughs> So in this case, in this case, I would say just design really good events that motivate involvement. And, and, and well, let me really get down into your suggestion, okay? It's more about incentivizing involvement as opposed to either forcing or, or, or coercing involvement. Do you see what I'm saying? Obviously, they could require everybody to do five, Okay, I still think there's a level of cheapness there. It's like, well, the only reason I'm doing it is because I have to. It's always better for it to be incentivized. Best example I can give you is very recent. Empyrean Restoration. No one was thinking to themselves, I can't wait to do 100, 200, X number, hundreds of thousands of Fractaline. It was, oh, I'm going to get a ton of stuff. Cool. And then they, then they engaged at the level that they wanted to and then Bungie deleted all their tracking <laughs> the heck thank you so much for the uh, somebody buying some of the Rageless Roast coffee um, that was just an absolute nut kick but be, just ignore that part of it it was structured in a way that incentivized you can engage at, at the level that you want I think there was a minimum contribution I think but it was so easy you know what I mean? Surprise the coffee's not sold out. They um based on that first week, I think they I think they ramped up production of the coffee. At least that's what he gave me the impression. Look, we did we did very well that first week. It's truds. Reading between the lines, Bungie wanted the whole community to feel like they contributed. So why did they set the bar so unbelievably high with a lower bar would have been likely outcome that they wanted? Maybe not. Maybe not truds. If the bar was lower, people might have been like, ah, it'll get done on its own. Frick it, I don't care. I hate that event. Hey, somebody else ordered some. Thank you so much. If you're listening to the audio version and you haven't heard me talk about it, um, I launched... What is my computer doing? I launched a uh, coffee flavor with uh, with Player One Coffee, Rageless Roast. Uh, Rageless Roast is available at playeronecoffee.com and that's what you're hearing and my computer's like downloading something I can see my download uh, in my task manager is being used by something Microsoft Office maybe is updating itself and I don't know why it's doing that I'll have to uninstall that our bitrate went down a little bit um so yeah you can go to playeronecoffee.com and check out the coffee sorry about the disruption here uh, getting a little distracted by my computer doing something in the background oh it's done I don't know what it was doing it was like downloading an update or something there'll be a TWAB tonight we haven't talked about it yet so Truds I don't really know I, I honestly I honestly don't know if that would have fixed the problem so we don't drop frames now that I run dynamic bitrate though so the bitrate did drop but we didn't drop any frames it actually reacts to my internet speed that's actually a really cool setting we would have dropped frames in the past. Outsanity. Do you think Bungie will address the quest changes in this week's TWAB? Yes, they will. Yes, they will. I would not be surprised if by the time they 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 draft up their TWAB, they may make more changes. You know? They may make more changes. Because 
I don't think IO has a, has a has a chance. I don't think so. So, unless they're really going to trust that 10 times multiplier on the weekend. Um, so, I, I hate for twabs to have to handle housekeeping like this. I want to hear about cooler things like what you're doing in year four and all that other good stuff we got last week about the Eververse. Like, I've now had to take two video sessions and Q&A sessions and dedicate it to this bad quest. There's other things from last week's TWAB that we still haven't talked about. Uh, the, the, the What they're going to be doing for the Trials loot. Um, what they're going to be doing for the raid. What they're going to be doing for the Pursuit weapon. I've not done videos about those things yet. I wanted to break all those things up but this took this took center stage and we had to talk about it so i'm always happy to talk about something that's relevant but i was much more excited to dive into the remaining topics from last week's twab because it was so good remorse when do you think they uh base the changes they've made on expecting this event to be done also do you think that we still see any comments in the TWAB about expectations of the community as far as progress is the event very similar to the previous question i think they might say something about it tonight when do you think they, based on the changes that they've made, expected this event to be done? That that sentence is so poorly written. I don't know what you're actually asking me. Small King. I want to participate, but each time I load into any tower instance repeatedly, I don't get people there. Do you think that they need to adjust this issue? It seems... It, it seems like if you initiate the event, people show up. It, it seems like if you initiate the event, people show up. So maybe try that. I, I have no idea. That, that's why people want matchmaking if you could ask one question to Bungie's project manager for the season what would it be why did you why is this event designed the way that it's in, it designed I want the thought process behind no match made failable that's what I want to know I want that thought process that's all I want the guns I think look cool the warmind cells are cool the aesthetics are are cool. The, I actually think the bunkers and the legend lost sec- legendary lost sectors were fun. I enjoyed them. I did. What the frick were you guys thinking with the Seraph Tower event? Listen, you go back day one, day one of the season. I I took issue with the event, and oh, man, chat just disagreed with me. Not out, not all chat, right? There was about half a chat was agreeing with me, and about half a chat wasn't. It was, I, I said, this is such a bad design decision. It is failable, it's 980 power, and it's not match made. Oh, I ripped the event to shreds day one after playing it. I was like, this is such a bad decision. It, I thought it was such a bad decision. I was worried. I said, I think the PVE numbers are going to plummet in a couple of weeks. Once people kind of get a feel for this and finish their bunkers, the PVE numbers are going to plummet. And for some reason, they endured, and I have no idea why. The only thing I could think is that people just are continuing to do the bounty grind and the public public area grind. I, I don't know. I really, really don't. And everybody's like, oh, it's new light, it's new light. there's just no way that this far since new light that people just continue to come in and do it you know I disagreed with you until they made it harder than I disengaged yeah I think a lot of people weren't on my team and then when they made it harder and I took them to task for making it harder a lot of people came and joined my team they were like yeah it's bad and then you're like but it was fine before it being harder I had a lot of people that still thought that 
So I don't think I, and I don't think people and people always attribute it to COVID. I don't think so. I really don't think so. It's a stable, sustained player base. It's predictable. It's a similar. Listen, you can't attribute it to COVID. You can't. I'll tell you why. This, the player base numbers for PVE specifically are following the same engagement, the same engagement curve as last season. So you can't do that. You can't use an anomalous global pandemic to be like, oh yeah, that's why the numbers are solid. No, it's a sustained player base curve following the same pattern as last season. Last last month, we dipped below a million PVE players a day. It's it's identical to last season's curve. It's, it's, it's almost identical. I just think it's front heavy and I think there's a groundswell of casuals that take a while to get their season maxed out because d- don't forget about that. All the casuals that need to max this thing out it takes them a while to do that. The bunker takes a while to, to, to max out. I think the casuals are the reason that that curve exists every season. Gaming numbers are up everywhere. I don't think you can use... I don't think you can't use it. I'm playing D2 because of COVID. But again, the player engagement curve is so similar to last season. Is it is it bolstering the number a little bit? Yes. Is it single? Is it is it making up the difference of all the people that quit because of the public event being bad? I don't think so. I I think that they've got a nice rhythm. They've got a nice rhythm. I just reached 100 last week. Yeah, I think a bunch of people go for 100 on their season pass, and that keeps people playing until about the last three to four weeks, and that's when the curve drops off. I think that there was something very, very smart about this season pass format. It keeps people coming back for the ritual, even if they up to, even if they throw their hands up and say, "I hate trials" or "I hate the public event seraph thing." They'll do this. They'll do this. It's not saving the game. Uh, nobody said it's saving the game. It's keeping people engaged. It keeps people engaged, and if it and if it if it scratches that casual hook, that itch, they'll buy ten dollars. They'll do the same thing next season. We'll spike up to a one and a half, one point three million PVE number, and then it'll coast down for the rest of the season. It 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 works. Now, is it is it is it is it good enough? Well, no. That's why Luke Smith said year four they want to they want to reinvigorate and refuel aspiration. Because you're sitting in a Twitch chat and you hear me say that and you're like, that's not good enough for me. I've been playing Destiny since the beta, Lono. That's pretty thin. That's pretty weak. So eyes on year four to hopefully solve the problem for the for the the, the upper echelon players that aren't satisfied by just a seasonal, you know, battle pass grind. Season 11 is included in the past. There is no pass. If you bought the the enhanced edition of Shadowkeep, then yes. But that was like a $60 ultimate edition. I'm sorry, the ultimate edition. There was no like season pass. There was an ultimate edition of Shadowkeep that included the winter, spring, and summer seasons. I'm just I just want to be clear. It was different than last year. Last year there was the there was the annual pass. This year was a la carte, but if you bought the deluxe edition, you got everything included. Enhanced, deluxe, whatever the frick the title was. Yeah, it was like the $60 uh, Shadowkeep version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ultimate edition cost me $140. Where do you live? That's not Bungie's fault, by the way. Conver- currency conversion has nothing to do with them. Um... 
it was yeah it was 60 for it was 60 American that's really expensive uh I'm gonna try and go a little bit quicker on the questions because we do have a very very big backlog here uh many decisions this season have felt like a regression no matchmaking seasonal content etc do you believe some of this was intentional easier to allow more bandwidth for the summer fall we've said this so many times i just don't think you've been here i have trotted out this theory a lot that i believe that summer and i actually think summer and september are interlocked i think in bungie's mind the summer is like a is like a tack on to september and so summer is going to be beefy and so is September it's going to be a really strong like here's the new era of destiny and I think they I think they thin this season out to allocate more bandwidth and people I've I've trotted that theory out many many times it just this time of year is usually slow been spotty for me no 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 I nocturnal I I know you're a, a long-standing viewer and I've not seen you in chat so I was like you probably just haven't heard me outline this I, I do. I think this time of year is usually a slower time for the player base anyway, and they, they want summer. They want summer in September to just be a, a rocket ship, and so they kind of they kind of thin this season out a little bit. Uh, flying mangoes. Now that you know about the later the, about later steps, is there a chance for redemption in this quest after the initial grind? No. I the rest of the steps are listen. There's a step, I'm not going to put spoilers in the chat or in my content right now, but there is a step that describes something that could be cool or mysterious, but I doubt it. I doubt it. It's probably like a go scan and read lore situation. Like, I don't think there's going to be suddenly like some cool dungeon thing. If there is, I'll be, I'll be freaking blown away. I just don't, I just don't think so. This is a chill hop Spotify playlist. If you use the command chill hop, you'll get a link to it. It is on Spotify. Skinner winner. Should they count completions as most efficient progress and failures count as a percentage you got up to? They might not be able to do that server side, but I think that would have helped a little bit. I think the numbers would just, I mean, the numbers would be going up no matter what then. I mean, at least they'd be going up. And it's actually slower to fail, so you wouldn't really have a motivation to to AFK, to like AFK fail it. It's faster, it's faster to complete it than to stand around and wait for the timer to count down. Uh, no new encounters, but we should be seeing a new area at the end of the quest. What would be the point of that? Maybe something for the summer lead-in? FS Cap. What are your thoughts on why Bungie has been drip-feeding low-effort content recently? Is it a cash grab, laziness, or are they working on something behind the scenes that has them preoccupied? This is just a really, really loaded, almost accusatory question. And also, I don't think Season of uh, Dawn was drip feed low effort content again I, I feel this is accusatory you're taking your opinion and you're you're repackaging as a question like what are your thoughts on Bungie being really really bad at everything they do right now like that's not a question that's you disguising your opinion as a question Bumble 17 would making the weekly tower milestone on all three make a difference for the IO and the moon the EDZ is the milestone this week and is miles ahead that certainly could have helped, but I also think people just don't like IO. I also think that EDZ is just a more popular planet in general. Uh, this is Season of the Worthy. Oh, I meant to say Season of Dawn. Sorry. Season of Dawn. I like Season of Dawn. Sorry. I'm saying a lot and thinking a lot, and sometimes I, I misspeak. Uh, Astral Bodies. 
do you think that adding other things that uh, attribute to progression such as champions would have made this more manageable or even more grander scale this is a this is one of the woulda shoulda coulda questions so I'm usually quick to, to, to brush these past because again it's like woulda shoulda coulda should they have done this or should they have done that I think again I'm always going to go back to having an event like this attached to the the core activity is fine imagine this event last season asking us to do this in sundial it wouldn't have been a problem it wouldn't it would have been cool to see the number go up it would have been cool to see how many millions of completions were done and then it would have happened naturally it's really it's really the seraph towers that's the issue the no matchmaking and the failability of it this same event shoved into last season on sundial would have been fine so the woulda shoulda could have like well what about nightfalls or strikes or crucible or this or that or blah 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 that's kind of that's kind of no point in discussing it. it it really comes down to i want to analyze the content show where it's really broken and then say in the future this type of content should mimic what we know works so well which is match made no fail not failable i don't like io but the pyramidian areas uh, in those D2 vanilla quest lines that we have no other are so cool and mysterious. I think the Pyramidian, usually people ask what my favorite D2 strike is, and I actually say Pyramidian. It reminds me of Vault of Glass. I love the area where I always take the Sparrow down with like this big giant triangle. I actually think Pyramidian is one of the, the best strikes from like an appearance standpoint. I think it's very, very cool. It smacks of D1's mystery, as you said. Um, but IO as a public planet and public events and flashpoint I, people hate it I, I it's a very universally disliked planet uh nibbles with prime sub enjoy your dope badge emotes and ad free viewing thank you it's truds i think bungie needs some credit here as they want to get the community involved in this event but given the feedback is this the last we will see of events like this this is another and you ask a lot of questions Trud, so help me out here don't ask questions like this this is very very generic and it's a yes or no i don't I don't think that this will be the end of events like this. No, I don't. Uh, Atheist boy. Do you think a quest like this would work in the future if the community was more happy with the game and the game was in a better state? It's not about the game and the game state. It is the Seraph Tower event. I I really want to keep saying that. It's the Seraph Tower event. That's the foundational issue. Martian uh, police. How likely is it we get more of these effective immediately tuning updates in the future? And how likely is it that they're the touch that they touch bigger areas of the game like loot RNG and weapon balancing it's incredibly unlikely they do stuff like this with weapon balancing because that's not how they do weapon balancing they wait a long time before they pull the trigger on weapon balancing uh, even Hardlight, they waited quite a while they waited at least three weeks before they probably started working on a change and then they deployed the change after like a month and a half of Hardlight dominance so no not likely to happen with weapon balancing loot rng if if there's a seasonal if there's a seasonal activity right that suddenly is just getting lots of criticism because people can't get the loot that they want then they might but again i don't know this is very speculative about like what they may or may not do <laughs> yeah pop patrol <laughs> related to matchmaking in public spaces give us matchmaking but what about also letting us load into sp- public spaces with a team of six would that what would that break i don't know mac i don't know what it would break but it doesn't seem like they've ever wanted to do that there it's possible that that's not in the cards either from a technological standpoint that might not be a possibility either 
So I, I don't know. Again, this is one of those ones where Bungie hasn't ever come out and said, so the, the, the speculation about it is kind of just like a shrug. I'm like, I have no idea. They haven't ever said. Why wouldn't they do matchmaking? Why would they wait two years to do something just like Escalation Protocol and again, bring out no matchmaking? You know what I'm saying? And as far as a six-man matchmade team, that just doesn't seem like the public space and the way the instances work. I don't think they want to do that. It, this is a, the, the, I'll give you I'll give you a theory okay public space is meant to feel like open world drive from point A to point B and if there's lots of six man teams landing in instances that could disrupt the let's call it open socket or open slots that could disrupt the availability of open slots when people are driving from point A to point B the the tsunami of solo players would suddenly start getting hit with the loading. Oh, we can't find you a spot. Those loading snags, you know? That's the only theory I could I could come up with off the top of my head. Polly, one reason for people not wanting to do the quest is that the shotgun will eventually be nerfed. What? <laughs> if loot will generally be more powerful in year four, how do you think they can introduce new weapons in the future knowing it may be nerfed? Well, this is a complete uh, sort of you're not acknowledging something that Luke Smith said about this in the director's cut, which is they want to do this. They want to offer you really, really powerful weapons that are best in class. And then there'll be sunset. Like I've not read a single person. that's like, ah, fooey on the event. They're just going to nerf the gun. Eventually. I've not seen anybody take that, 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 that line of thinking. Nobody's taking that line of thinking. Maybe you have, and you're like slipping in your thought process on it as a question of like, yeah, people aren't doing it because they'll eventually nerf it. You might think that, and sunsetting is supposed to be an answer to the flat tire of, hey, here's a great weapon, nerf. Hey, here's a great weapon, nerf. Like, sunsetting is supposed to be the solution to this problem. Hey, here's a great weapon, enjoy it, and in 12 months, it won't be endgame viable, and we won't have to nerf it. You can keep using it everywhere else. Like, I continue to say that I would rather right now have a sunset sleeper as opposed to a nerf sleeper. I don't need to take sleeper into the raid this September. In September 2020, I don't need to take sleeper in there. I'm on the hunt for a new exotic. I'm on the hunt for a new raid loadout. So I'd be okay with my sleeper being sunset because I could take it into the rest of the content whenever I grind it, whether it's when we were doing Reckoning the other day or 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 public events or or uh, strikes or the, the Seraph Tower event. Maybe if sleeper was still godlike, it'd be fun to use because you could really, really wreck some of these majors from far away because of the great, you know, the great damage it used to do. Public space reflections off the ground. You know what I mean? I'm 100%, I'm 1,000% for it. I'd rather have fun with a gun forever than Volta because it becomes useless. Useless. That's right. I'm going to continue to bang on that drum every time people bring this up. I, I took a guy, I ripped a guy up on my YouTube comments about this. Called me dense. And I was like, you're literally invoking the reason for sunsetting as a reason that you don't want sunsetting. You're defending a broken system. The system you're defending is broken. Here's a bunch of mediocre weapons. Anything that gets outside the bell curve of boring gets nerfed. You're defending a broken system. <laughs> Sunsetting is the savior that you're rejecting. Like, it will help with this problem. And I don't think anybody's shrugging at this event because of the impending nerf. Like, nobody, I've not seen a single person use that line of reasoning. E- uh, e- e- cow. 
Anyone can participate in this event regardless of owning the season. Should Bungie allow free participation in seasonal activities but reserve the theme loot drops for season owners? I don't really care about this. It's it, it's not it's not really important to me. Outsanity. Could there be a deeper reason Bungie didn't make the event match made? Like maybe they assume we want we don't want more match made events. Somebody asked this earlier. That's why I would love their thought process here. D- was was this literally a, we didn't have enough time, the event was conceived of a long time ago, and we were trying to come up with a way to do matchmaking in the public space, and we just couldn't do it. I, I, I don't accept this. I don't. If they're like, yeah, we had some threads where people really didn't like matchmaking, I'd be like, really? Did you? There's also threads where people really don't like the Eververse, are you going to delete that too? Like, that's not a good enough reason. You had two years ago an overwhelming, an overwhelming consensus from the community that public space, non-matchmade, failable content is not good. It's not good. I wrote a tweet and said... Let's stop being romantic about what might happen and empower players to do dope stuff. And Chris Barrett liked the tweet. Like, they were well aware back then what we thought. They weren't in the dark. It's, you know, well, people don't like matchmaking. I I don't care about some thick skull dum-dum that thinks matchmaking is bad. It's not bad. It's how the game runs. It's how the activities run it's how the activities that have gotten the most praise have been organized the single most consistently praised piece of pve content in the history of destiny was menagerie non-failable match made it was like vv's just cracked out of the park home run every article i read every video i saw it was the single most praised piece of pve content they're not in the dark about this if some thread on Reddit got a bunch of upvotes, there was a thread on Reddit that got like 6,000 upvotes that asked for static roles to return to the game, okay? Like, that guy's rubbing two brain cells together. Like, just because his, just because that Reddit post got a ton of upvotes doesn't mean that Bungie should be like, yeah, we should go back to static roles. We should do stuff without matchmaking. Come on. You gotta be smarter than than the, the easy clickism thick skulled posts that get upvotes sometimes. Like, you gotta be smarter than those posts. They get upvotes because that's what people do. They upvote negativity. Snick, uh, what's that say? Oh, Snickle Fritz 420. Well, there's a name. If this public event had matchmaking, wouldn't that make this directly comparable to Vex Offensive and Sundial and outline how much this is lacking? Oh, I understand what you're saying. If more, so you're saying if it did that, then people would make it directly comparable to Vex Offensive and Sundial, and be like, "Look, it's not as good." Um, if that's the, I, if that's why they did it, I know. I mean, come on. So they basically designed it so less people engage with it, or less people compare it to good content, so they they don't realize it's not as good. That doesn't seem like a very good plan. If that's why they did it, I get where you're coming from, though people would have been like, oh, this is like Vex Offensive and Sundial, and it's not as good. I, 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 understand, I understand. I'm tracking with your reasoning. Um, <laughs> you know, well, we better make it not matchmaking, because then people will say it's just like Vex Offensive and Sundial, and they'll see how bad it really is. Well, congratulations. You just played yourself, because people hate it a ton anyway. 
<laughs> we, we hate it a ton anyway. You have a failed event, a community event, because it's so bad. So Bungie removed the penalty for getting kicked from Gambit Games, correct? Uh, don't you think that they should remove the penalty for competitive also? I kept getting booted last night and I got a suspension. This is this is an off-topic question, but I'll, I'll, I'll let it stick. In light of the rise in error codes, anytime that happens, Bungie has... How many twabs in a row have they acknowledged this problem of a rise in error codes? When that happens, there should be automatic contingency plans that say, we are suspending all p- penalties for quitting it's not it's like i don't know that seems kind of basic to me hey you guys are having a terrible time right now with disconnects do you mind suspending penalties for backing out because you know everybody's getting false positives because this poor person here that submitted this question like they did this before didn't they they were having problems one of the seasons and they suspended that rule I, I think I tweeted about it and within the day they did not because of me but like I tweeted about it because it was hitting such a fever pitch of frustration it ended up in my chat and because it ended up in my chat I tweeted about it which means when it bubbles that high to the surface it's happening everywhere if it gets if it bubbles to the surface in my chat that means it's happening to a lot of people wouldn't that make it rain rage quits probably not no why would people rage quit it hurts your it hurts your uh, it hurts your uh, your earn rate of glory or whatever. <laughs> I think they did it with Gambit. I think it was Gambit where they did that. They suspended the rule. No, it was Gambit. It was. It was Gambit. I remember. It was at the beginning of Forsaken. Yeah, and it was, there was something going on and they suspended the rule because people were getting uh, false positives. They were like, I'm not quitting. Like, you're disconnecting me. <laughs> uh... It's Gambit this season. Right, but the first time they did it, I believe, was in Forsaken. There was something going on, and people kept getting it. Plus, there has to be a server-side difference between someone forcing their own DCs in an error code. Yeah, maybe Bungie could just say, anytime an error code is attached to it, then we're not going to hold you responsible. Well, people are going to rage quit by pulling out their Ethernet cable. Listen, if, if Johnny... <laughs> If Johnny Foam at the Mouth is, pu- you know, unplugging his, his his Ethernet cable when he's playing Gambit or competitive, like I guess okay. But the garden the garden variety majority of the player base ain't going to be doing that. And if you have a contingency in place that says, well, it was an error code, that doesn't count against you. Come on, there's got to be a report. You can see internally that these things are happening. If I get beavered or goaded or or beetled or you know. I don't even or sloth slapped. Well, then I it should say, oh, you you doesn't count, and it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't count against you. What about changing the timer is so difficult? Do they need to roll out an update? They said they can't do it server side. Lars Lars Bakken Lars said they can't do it server side, so they would they'd have to push out an actual update, like an actual download update. McFly, Captain McFly, do you think in the future we should have a fail experience in the game? Something like WoW's Cataclysm that totally uh, alters the world because of a mistake during a story beat. Not sure if the player base can handle it. If you're going to do this, Cap, I I would say you would do it in a way where it's 
it's like a story where you go in and can't kill a boss or something. You go in, you're like, what is this? You're shooting him, you're killing him, and then he goes immune or something. And we're like, it's not going to work. What's going to happen? And then like a bomb goes off or something. Um, I wouldn't do it as a community event where it's like, yeah, get 85 million this. And we're like, okay, cool. And we try for a week and they're like, ha 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 ha, you can't do it. Boom. And they blow up a planet. Like, I don't think that would go over very well. I would tie it to like a mission or a quest where everybody goes, gets to go in and individually we experience like the, oh, we can't kill the boss thing. Damon Gaming. Do you think changes to the quest prove Bungie has no plan if we fail any community event? Well, of course, yes. I don't. I just don't think that's their mo is to have a failable community event. Ashton Hollow, with this season being so weak, should we be worried about the summer, or is this just a case of Bungie placing multiple bets and each one stuck struck out this season? We've kind of answered this, Ashton. I think in. This isn't your fault, by the way. There were a couple questions earlier where I essentially answered this. I do think this season was weak by design because of what they're doing for summer and September. Forcado. What do you think of Dylan's comments about them expecting this to be completed quickly uh, and not something to do over three weeks? It feels like they intended this to be a time-gated quest with new steps every week. Uh, I already commented on that. It just seemed like it was meant to be something that kind of happened a lot faster. Um, Mr. Danger Mouse. Oh, Danger Moss. As someone who came back to D2 this year uh, during quarantine, I'm curious what the best idea Bungie has implemented since D2 year where I left off. Um, I think the artifact and the season pass are really, really solid. I do. Yo, King Keys, thank you for four months. I think those are really, really solid um, updates. And then Armor 2.0 is a really, really great springboard. Armor 2.0 is not quite well-rounded yet, but Armor 2.0 is a really, really great springboard. It's it's given them a context for transmog. We've got way more customization. We've got way more build diversity uh, and things that we can do that we couldn't do before. So... I think Armor 2.0 and the Season Pass and the Artifact are all great value adds. And everybody forgets that those value adds literally just got put into the game in Shadowkeep. We we become inoculated to quality quality adds all the time. All the time. It, it we, we, a, couple week, a couple months goes by and we're like, yeah, game sucks. Bungie just keeps making the same mistakes. And it's like, man, they just added a bunch of improvements this year. They'll add more next year too. All games that, that try to exist in this type of a space do that. Yeah, it's still 37.32. Slipknot. Do you feel like we shouldn't be able to fail anything, just within, or is it just within the public space? Never being able to fail seems participation trophy-ish. You said I already answered your question. I would say, to add a little bit more to the argument, there's just a spectrum, homie. Like... There's lost sectors, there's patrols, there's public events. All that's like the bottom rung of the ladder. And the top rung of the ladder is Grandmaster Nightfalls, Raids, Dungeons, Trials of Osiris. There is plenty of failable content in the game. I don't think you take it and yank it down to the bottom rung. And just like I said earlier, you don't take the bottom rung and yank it to the top. Well, Raid should be easier in Matchmade. And there should be like an easy mode Raid. You know. No. <laughs> um... You know, people from Philadelphia are Phoenicians or whatever. <laughs> You're Phoenicians. Uh, no. Killer Space with uh, two months. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome back. Bleep, blam, bleep. 
If they open larger fire teams to public areas, do you think that they'll be able to cope with a seemingly low 12 player limit and error codes that come by? This is just speculation. I have no idea. I don't think they'll ever do that, by the way. In the current version of Destiny, I don't think they're ever going to let you take more than three in a fire team to a public space. Besides the obvious issues like the lack of matchmaking and becoming less bounty centric, what are some of the lessons Bungie can learn from the last two community events when crafting new events in the future? Well, Empyrean Restoration was good, but I I think it should have been more of a driving us out, um, driving us out into, yeah, people from Phoenix are Phoenicians. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) People from Phoenix are Phoenicians. Uh, the the, Empyrean Restoration was cool. In-game tracker, big thumbs up. Very rewarding, big thumbs up. Engage at your leisure, big thumbs up. It just drove us a little bit too much to the tower. This event, I've listed basically everything wrong with it for the last hour, so I'm not going to retread that ground. But I would say that they learned some good lessons from Empyrean Restoration. Uh, Shyman. What, uh, what could the community be doing better in order to allow Bungie to develop the destiny that everyone wants to play? This is super generic. Uh, sorry. I don't, questions, 50, 50 questions in, that's just so generic. I, I can't answer questions like that. Uh, the good thing about failable events is that people need to go do stuff and can't AFK it while the rest, while it gets done. Did you ever feel the rush getting the last progress done with seconds on the clock? Um, this is not a question. That's just literally you stating your opinion. Please, you guys. Some of you guys have been here long enough to know not to do that. There are so many questions, and you're literally submitting non-questions. It's clear that servers can handle the nine players on one planet shared at a time. Do you think that they'll ever remove the three-player fire team cap? I really don't think so. I But they could do matchmaking, right? Three-man fire teams and three of them three of them is nine right so i think they could do matchmaking but i don't think they're gonna let you go in with six people or nine people i don't think they're ever gonna do that red reaper should bungie announce changes to things like the the lie quest in game in order to drive participation back up it would be great if they could do this yes it would be great if they could say hey everybody in game like a pop-up we made some updates to the event da 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 you know, I think that would I think that would help, um, because right now, if you're not checking the twitters or the twabs or the bloggy blogs or the bungee sites, like you're not, you have no idea, don't they? There was no in-game announcement about them updating this. No, T Funk. Yo, Mr. Junior Ice, how are you, man? Not seen you in a while. Don't they do that in next week? But I'm not saying they don't do in-game announcements, T Funk. I'm saying they didn't do it for this particular thing. They can do it. I think the 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 Friday thing is something they've already loaded in. It it just tells you what's coming next Tuesday. That's not something they typed up like that morning. Goldfish in space. Do you think that we are going if we don't complete the quest the Bungie will realize we don't like the towers and hopefully stay away from non-matchmade activities? They already know that and hopefully stay away from them. I don't think us failing is going to really send that message home. They already know that. Should these changes have been implemented from the start of the quest, or is this timing okay in your opinion? Needs coffee badly. Thank you for ordering some Rageless Roast. I appreciate that very much. I, I don't think... Th- woulda, shoulda, coulda. Like, I, they, 
yeah, I'm just going to the next question. There's no reason to answer that. Do you think that there is any point to Bungie putting weapons or loot in general behind community quests? If the community fails, they will probably just complain to Bungie and they'll give them the, the weapon anyway. This again just really isn't a question. This is a lot of you guys are using QA to state your opinion. Um, should they add back pinnacle weapons or keep rituals? They're going to one called a pursuit weapon, one seasonal pursuit weapon a season. I want to wait and see how it looks before I make my judgment. Pinnacles were a problem, rituals were boring, so let's see what they do with pursuit. Hey Lono, with Bungie planning on making patrols match made in the future, they didn't say that, should they still make them fail, failable like the forges in EP? It just really depends, right? It really depends. If you look at the forges as an example, once you were at level, the Black Armory forges were failable, but I mean, you had to try to freaking fail. You had to be awful, right? I think as long as it's low hanging like that but they did not say that they're planning on doing matchmaking and patrols they never said that they've received the feedback about it and that's it Parasito Raid Secrets notice a change to the numbers via the API before Bungie announced anything how do you view the fact that Bungie acted before announcing it could have been as simple as push it out and see if it works and if it works we'll make an announcement it, it literally could have been that simple I don't think I don't I don't want to like throw rocks here and be like you guys should have told us before you did it like I they probably were like deploy it and if it works let's announce it if they deployed it and it didn't work then they can be like okay try something else try another thing like we don't want to we don't want to announce it deploy it and then have it not work and they're like sorry it didn't work so like deploying it and make sure it worked first and then announcing it I'm I'm totally fine with that uh I'm not sure what court what's going on with cortex um that's basically been their contribution to chat is either spamming emotes or just gibberish and then every once in a while they say like a sentence or two but they basically I mean I'm looking at their chat history they literally do almost nothing but emote spam and letter spam and then they'll periodically type actual sentences I wonder if their child is grabbing the phone (laughs) it looks like a kid is just like ooh cool pictures you know the little emotes or ooh cool I'm just gonna type letters because periodically they do say things but their last 15 chat messages are just nonsense I view it as a good thing could there be other changes to follow this mentality well it really depends Paris there's only so many levers they can pull so I don't know what else they would fiddle with guitar guitarzan ooh I like that combination guitarzan for the conqueror seal is there going to be an option to select which grandmaster nightfall you can do to possibly get clears on nightfalls you've missed Ginzor data mined that there's supposed to be um, the last message was 100% a game input oh you think they're playing while listening and periodically that's what's happening <laughs> they're try- yeah 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 maybe that's what it is yeah Ginzor data mined this there will be a time where you can pick to make up for any ones that you missed red giant do you think that we get down to one version of Gambit this September? It's possible. Deed said that for the duration of year three, both Gambit versions would endure. Maybe that's going to be something they do in year four to get, you know, some clean up some of the UI and get some stuff out of there. Remix. 
what do you think will happen to Titan? Will it be removed or changed? I don't think it's getting removed, but I do think it'll be changed, which is which has been hinted at in a lot of different ways, as well as my tweet about the the timer now being on the emblem. So I don't think they're going to completely delete it, though. Tatsu, do you see Bungie leading off with more quests with community-based events in the future? Um, I definitely think that I definitely think they could they, they could do more. Um, like this. I don't think they're going to shy away from it. I mean, they did Niobe Labs. Um, they did the, uh, they, they did, I'm trying to think of all the ones they did. They've done a lot and not all of them have been great and not all of them have been bad. So I don't think that they're going to, I don't think they're going to get rid of them or never do them again. That's old Bungie. That's pendulum swing Bungie. That's, oh, they didn't like it. Don't do it again. I would rather them iterate and improve than than remove because I think I think some of them have been fun. Uh, wristbands with twelve months—that's a red badge, dude. Thank you so much for an entire year. Wheezy, with the Fell Winter's role being essentially amazing and sunsetting occurring soon, doesn't this give more credence to the fact that Bungie can and will make good weapons? On paper, this gun is on par or better uh, than the Mindbender. Well, I mean, th- this is, yeah. This is good. I, I think I would hope I would hope that this would mean that they would do that. That they would say, Okay, look, this is an example of a gun we're willing to put into the game that's really insanely strong. And now that we've done this, you understand why why, why sunsetting is needed because you don't want this gun to run rampant. Now, understand though, sunsetting sunsetting does not affect sunsetting does not affect garden variety crucible. Sunsetting will only affect trials. So if a gun becomes crazy and balanced, I, I, I think people need to understand something. And I'm not, not necessarily wheezy, but you guys need to understand. Sunsetting doesn't mean no nerfs ever again. Sunsetting minimizes the need for nerfs. It doesn't eradicate the need for nerfs. Oh, and Iron Banner, sorry. Iron Banner and Trials. But you know what I'm saying, right? The Garden Variety Crucible, if it's getting overrun with a broken weapon, Bungie will nerf it. Sunsetting is minimizing the need for nerfs, not eradicating. And PvE players are really who I have in mind here. Things like Sleeper, Izanagi's, you know, these are things that wouldn't need to be nerfed if they were Sunset instead timer to the emblem is gone well that's interesting (laughs) it's almost like they don't want us to know uh i have an update for the q the question that will give us the ability to limit the number of questions per user so we can limit it uh i think we should limit it to two to start out um the unseen avenger are legendary exotic weapon quests based on community events better received than generic exotic quests like Leviathan's Breath? I honestly don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if they're received better or not. What do you think about Iron Banner having power advantages? I haven't played since September. wanted to come back and maybe get back into it and wasn't really enjoyable. Well, this is one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of power advantages because... Power advantage in trials makes sense. It's end game. You shouldn't come back and like immediately jump into trials. It'd be like coming back and immediately expecting to jump into a grandmaster or a raid, right? Um, so the people on Raid Secrets Discord they saw this sign on the emblem on planets before. The timer being gone seems more like a glitch. 
So there are actual images of the other planets with the timer on the emblem. That's happened on other planets. I didn't see a single image. People were trying to claim that on my tweet and nobody was submitting images to prove to prove that. So I didn't see it. Iron Banner is supposed to be endgame as well, even if it doesn't feel like it. I think that's part of the problem. Iron Banner is like a a, a, a pillar activity. Okay? And I think telling someone you shouldn't be able to come back and jump right into Iron Banner. That just sounds weird to me. It's It would be like saying Faction Rally. Remember Faction Rallies? Faction Rallies end game, Lono. You shouldn't be able to come back and just expect to jump into Faction Rally. I'd be like, what the frick? It's a monthly event. What are you talking about? What? It just feels more natural to say you shouldn't expect to come back and just jump into trials or jump into grandmasters or jump into raids. I'm not saying that Iron Banner isn't pinnacle. I'm not saying that it isn't endgame. It just feels really awkward to tell somebody, welcome back, you took a break. Yeah, dude, every month we do Iron Banner and you can't really play right now. You, You shouldn't expect to be able to do that. It just feels odd. It's just a monthly PvP activity. It, 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 it hits with the same rhythm of faction rallies. I, you know what I mean? There's regular PvP sitting there. Because it creates... It's, part of the problem is it's rhythmic urgency. It's rhythmic urgency. Once a month, here you go. Come get the stuff. This is the stuff available this time. Won't be available next time. And you're like, yay, let me go. T- oh, I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never know to take six months and jump off into the end game. You guys aren't you guys are not engaging with what I'm saying. I have acknowledged that pieces of the end game you shouldn't be able to just come and jump into. I've also acknowledged that Iron Banner is end game and has pinnacle rewards. I've I've acknowledged those things. I just think it feels really awkward to be like, welcome back, you took a break, you can't go into Iron Banner right now. That just feels weird to me. Iron Banner just doesn't seem like end game you should have a power gate in front of it somebody just ordered some coffee thank you very much dude argues that Bungie has been better off without Activision hmm House of Wolves Rise of Iron Taken King Age of Triumph Forsaken and Bungie produces Shadowkeep and following seasons no words your argumentation is awful by the way because during House of Wolves, they got a ridiculous amount of criticism about the lack of a raid. Rise of Iron was actually smaller in size and substance than Shadowkeep, and then there was a huge drought afterwards. Taken King was the size of Forsaken, and then there was a huge drought afterwards. Age of Triumph was a reskin. Do you want to try again, or do you want to get back into the batting cages and miss? Big Daddy. Having a public planetary event match made could be an issue since it would require a public instance become a private instance. Would it make more sense to have these tower EP events be a separate jump point on the map? Well, that's what they did with the forges, right? That's what they did with the forges. So I I would say, I would say that's basically probably why they made the forges like off the beaten path, you know? Listen, we hated it in Archon's Forge and Blind Well for the same reason. You like drive to an area and you like try to you like try to get people in your instance, you know? It just doesn't it just doesn't work. Arcanus. Do you think Bungie 
stating that they are increasing the completion values to 10 times up from 5 on the weekend has people holding off. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe people are going to try and get EDZ out of the way and then try and try and do the moon and IO on the weekend. You know what I mean? You can make that argument, but the fact remains. What fact? You didn't speak in facts. You just you just stated a bunch of content that was delivered and I showed you how the rhythm was no better, the content was not more substantive, and droughts and complaints still existed, so you haven't actually stated any facts, or shown how we were better off with Activision Activision also led to a forced launch of D1 that was bad, uh, a rushed launch of D2 that was bad, like I can do this all day, like you haven't stated any facts Lumi is the best I agree, do you think the secret Osiris saw from Rasputin was Siva? P.S. Sorry, can't spell. I fe- it sounded like he went to a pyramid ship. You know what I mean? Patrol is to Crucible as Nightfalls is to Iron Banner as Raze is to Trials. As a PvE player, I can jump into any Nightfall. It also has Rhythmic Urgency. Iron Banner isn't power locked. You're just going to be under level. Yeah. There's a little bit of a problem with your argumentation, T-Funk. It's not bad. I think you're right to some degree, but... I can play a Nightfall at 750 or 970. Everybody came into this season 950. So, that's not quite true. It's not quite true. Also, you don't have to level up that much, and then you can just always do Nightfalls. The, The artifact is creating even more problems because of endless leveling. I actually think they solve a lot of their problems by just saying the artifact can only give you a plus 10 every season. Can you get Pinnacles at 950? No, no, no. I understand what you're saying, T-Funk. Again, I am not disputing. I have yet to dispute. I'm acknowledging. It is true. Iron Banner's endgame. Iron Banner gets pinnacle rewards. It just doesn't... It just doesn't seem like something that is endgame. You need to... And pinnacle rewards? Really? Like, think about before they added all the pinnacle rewards to the game right now. Why did Iron Banner get pinnacle rewards? It's... Why? What are you doing that's so hard? It's a match-made activity. Just go in and play. <laughs> Why? And they, and I know and I know they've they've expanded the pinnacle rewards now. So like pinnacles really diluted now. You don't get to invoke pinnacle. I can get pinnacles from weekly strikes. So it's kind of hard to invoke pinnacle. Is like, but it's pinnacle, Ono. Really? So are strikes. So is regular Crucible. So is Gambit now. So you don't really get to invoke Pinnacle. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a fluid standard, right? It's a fluid standard. I, again, my point is simply, and I'm owning that this is my opinion and my preference. It just feels weird to say, "Welcome back." We got trials. We got grandmasters. We got dungeons. We got raids. You're gonna have to really level up for those things. Sweet. Oh, also, uh, Iron Banner is power enabled. So if you haven't been playing, it's gonna be really hard for you. Like, it just seems odd. It just seems odd to me. There's been so many new names in chat, and the viewership's just been insane. Uh, I appreciate you guys so so much, and we. Uh, we have been having huge, huge days. If you're new and haven't clicked follow yet, please do that. Uh, that is the free and easy way to support me. Uh, and my wife tried to call me. That's kind of strange. She tried to FaceTime me. I think my kids might have done that. Um, so 
appreciate all the new the new support and all the people clicking follow thank you so much for doing that I really do appreciate it H22 Accord do you think Bungie plans on nerfing aggressive frame shotguns after the fell winters is in the wild I have no idea uh mono go Atari do we know if the lie quest for the legendary shotgun is going to be obtainable after this season or will remain I, it's probably going to be a season exclusive Angus do you think that the current situation uh, Bungie overestimated how we would play which part of the reason why we originally had to do so many pub events that seems kind of obvious right they overestimated like that they've, they've even kind of admitted that this season has been very lackluster do you believe that Bungie's next season will be opulence quality what does this activity look like to you hard puzzle activity There's a, you would just ask three questions in one I, I kind of feel like I should skip because that you're, you're, you're being sneaky here no, I, I it, it, do I think next season is going to be like opulence level quality? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like we're going to get a much better season next next season. It even seems like they're being very clear that that there's going to be more coming. Destiny's dying. Yeah, I know. Over a million players a day, five years into the franchise's life. Whew, what a what a rapid death they're experiencing. Hexasaurus, do you think that the quest chain should have happened? Currently, there are 900,000 PvE player and 10 tower each. It'd be done. Well, like, do I think the quest chain should have happened? What do you mean? Yeah, it should have happened. Nobody was doing it. We were, we were on pace to not complete it. What are you talking about? Logic. Do you think that using raw numbers for quest progress instead of percentages would trigger more engagement because it's easier to see progress toward the goal? This is another woulda, shoulda, coulda. I think more than anything, you should be able to see your own contribution and maybe have like that tracked in some way. I think that would would have made people maybe be a little bit more apt to get involved. I also think the foundational problem is that they they didn't they didn't have a good event um you know yod uh yod c brand yod yodic brand when do you when you were talking about the schemes of seasons in the latest youtube vid do you think this season is worse than curse of osiris yeah i think this is the worst this is the worst time in destiny 2 ever this is the worst time we've ever had <laughs> it's it's bad it they haven't they haven't had any any good any good hits no they haven't had any good hits trials flop fumble public event flop fumble the 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 um what what is it the the guns flop fumble i just accidentally banned lewis t uh tkk can we get an unban i'm sorry lewis that was a misclick apologies um Guardian Games flop fumble like just bad just oh just so much just Grandmaster Nightfalls nothing attached to them flop fumble like just this is the worst I think this is the worst we've ever had it in uh <laughs> in in Destiny this is bad now year 1 vanilla double primary static roll that was pretty bad but I would say this is either either worse than Curse of Osiris or it's right down there with it hanging it out. It's hanging out at the bottom ba- of the barrel. <laughs> it's hanging out at the bottom of the barrel. I want to be fair, right? Like the robots and the and the and the the war mine cells and the bunkers and the legendary lost sectors, they're actually not that bad. But this is this is right down there. It's it's hanging out. It's 
it's hanging out in the same uh, in the same part of town as Curse of Osiris, you know. Just behavior. Do you think that roles with the Felwenters will be the same or random for everyone? I just see many people getting upset either way. I'm not actually sure. It might just be like a static curated role. I think it might. They might have said that. Um, Sigmund Slim. With the new easier update to the t- uh, with the new easier update to the towers, can you see them adding a completion requirement per player in order to obtain the weapon to push people to play the content? Well, I don't know if they can do something like that. It's curated in light GG. Okay, it's curated. Um, oh, you have options? Wait, people are now saying no. At least from the... Yeah, I'm not getting a consensus from chat here. Uh, yeah, I don't think they can suddenly inject a requirement, no. And they've publicly said there is no requirement. Crimsy. Uh... Do you think the community enjoy community puzzles rather than community events? Quarters of Time and Niobe versus Empyrean and Seraph Towers? I don't think there's a consensus here. There were people that thought Niobe was great, and I thought it was awful. I th- it, it, was hand- it, w- it wasn't as bad. It was handled poorly, too. We're not going to give a clue. And then they give a clue randomly on a Friday when no one was prepared to jump back in and try and solve it. It was very... That was incredibly disrespectful. The way they handled that. It was super, super just not classy at all. Um, it was it was lame, you know? I was ticked. And but people thought it was cool, man. People thought people thought it was awesome. People thought Niobe was so neat. And I was like, no, it was really dumb. <laughs> uh I think the encounters were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The encounters were cool. Being in there was neat. Uh, hey Lono, I've been playing Borderlands 3 lately and I really like the spectrum that Mayhem Mode provides. Could this system possibly be working Destiny? If not, how come? Uh, I don't really want to get down into this because I don't know enough about it to make good commentary. I, I, I haven't touched Borderlands in a while. Um, they also lied and said the puzzle was working correctly, but then they actually left out a vital piece of the puzzle. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like they thought it was enough information. <laughs> Because uh, I solved it. I solved it on the Friday. That was the other thing that really made me suspicious. It was just really, really suspicious. I solved it on Friday, and we didn't have a team to try it, so I had to shut down. And then it was like, all of a sudden, they're like, we need to push out a clue. I literally said at the end of my stream, I think we've got it. We're going to try tomorrow. It was just, It just made me really suspicious. It just seemed really odd. You know? It just seemed really odd. <laughs> Uh, do you think that they will put a leaderboard for who contributed the most of the quest? No, I do not think so. Zero. Um, would you consider the Felwinters our first adept weapon for D2 since it was an exotic perk with great rolls on both sides? Oh, do you think this is the first adept weapon? I don't, it could have been, we could consider this to be just another pinnacle. I mean, Recluse was a pinnacle. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to call it that. There is a leaderboard? Where? Where's a leaderboard? In game? Uh, Impala. The Seraph Tower seems primed to use Warmind Cell builds for success. Do you think Bungie should have done some sort of tutorial on how they work to showcase them? That's not really something that they do, but it would have helped maybe. There's a leaderboard on Charlemagne. Yeah, that has nothing to do with his question. He said, do you think Bungie will do it? 
uh, log of the bog. I mean, if people are interested, sure, there's a leaderboard, but that's not what he asked. Um, what do you think about the theory that the lack of content is due to Bungie currently working on the Chinese IP? You mean the NetEase game? I don't think that's the case. They hired for that, and they, they indicated a long time ago that most of them were working on Destiny. What would you think about adding old D1 raids, and how do you think it should be handled? That's not really relevant right now rude how do you feel about them making each raid a weekly rotation for pinnacle gear i think they might do that eventually with an age of triumph theme could you see them reverting the changes they made to the event next tuesday multiple plates no i don't why would you do that that's like a that's a that's a rug getting pulled out from other people do you think that instead of basing matchmaking on the amount of wins uh what about light level not relevant at what point do we look back on Menagerie and say that it's been enough development time for them to figure out their content loops? Not everything has to be Menagerie 2.0, but for Frick's sake. Thank you for submitting a non-question. You just want to complain. That's just not what Q&A is for. Do you think that Bungie will improve loading into instances with events like EP and Blind Well after taking the feedback for this season? I honestly hope so, because I like stuff like Blind Well and I like stuff like EP. But I don't. But we've made it very clear that those are not good. Those are not good iterations on the idea. Neither was Archon's Forge, Wexlow. Should sunsetting still occur for pinnacle weapons, or would that devalue them for people who don't have them? The entire reason for sunsetting is so they can create best-in-class weapons. If they create best-in-class weapons and then give them a pass with sunsetting, you've invalidated the entire system. That was a question. No, it wasn't. Complaining and complaining is not a question. When's Bungie finally going to get their act together? For Frick's sake, that's not a question. That's you complaining and putting a question mark at the end of it. With sunsetting on the horizon, Bungie said they have the ability to make better weapon perks. Do you think that the Felwinter will with a modified archetype frame is a sign of that? We basically already had this question. It could be. Uh, do you think Bungie will ever go back to how factions worked in D1? I have no idea. Max Orb. Do you think that cutting the milking parks 100 fallen and other types would be better for the quest in general or does it make uh, the game easier not really important i don't want to criticize parts of the thing we haven't even done yet uh cloaked onyx with a brand new prime sub sa23sa with eight months thank you lts harry with nine months thank you 42 months from making love welcome back donnie am i misunderstanding or is fell winters lie a ritual weapon since it's optional perks to choose from they've not said when do you think that we will get the Age of Triumph update for Destiny 2? No idea. Tiger Shark. Do you think that the Felwinter's quest will be done by the end of the weekend? That's what we've kind of speculated that maybe the two slower uh, the two slower planets will get done because of the weekend multiplier. Do you think that the pinnacle weapons we've received should be randomly rolled other than this unique perk like the broadsword? I don't really have a strong opinion on this. I, You know... I don't really have a strong opinion on this. I, I, I think that it's fine to have curated pinnacles or curated pursuit or whatever they're calling the new one, the pursuit weapon. It's fine for it to be static rolled because they're trying to create a best-in-class weapon. So, um, and then this is just a final woulda, shoulda, coulda. Do you think this quest should have been different like the Whisper quest? That's just that's just a very like, do you think it should have been this or this? They like to put weapons in the game in a variety of different ways, okay? The idea, right... The idea that they wanted to do something that we all worked on together and then we get the gun is fine. The foundational issue is the event itself. No matchmaking and failable. It's not really enjoyable for that reason. So we are not going to shut down the stream. We're going to keep on streaming. We've had so many more people here lately for Q&A. 
Hopefully you understand why I glide over or skip questions just to keep it flowing. A lot of off-topic or very generic questions. I'm not even going to answer the one that somebody keeps trying to uh, submit because it's already been answered and some of you are just now being like, do you think this is something? No. Um, We're not going to do the question slam at the end. If you've enjoyed your time here today, I stream Monday through Friday. It's family friendly. It's very interactive. It's like a podcast. You don't have to worry about what I'm going to say. It's a lot of back and forth, uh, and it's a really, really good time. If you enjoyed your time here today, a free and easy way to support me is to make sure you're following the stream. Click follow and turn on notifications if you haven't done that yet. You can also follow me on Twitter. Uh, and I'm going to keep on streaming. So if you're here, don't go anywhere. If you're listening elsewhere, you can always come in to say no to rage.com to watch live, or as always, please like, share, and subscribe.